you know, been preaching my word as, a, as we've been going along, amen. But as we start, I wanted to just, uh, you know, talk about a little story this um, morning. The, you know how um, it just seems like this area, my wife and I have been talking about it lately, you know how it's just getting busier and busier and busier. I don't know if you, you know, noticed it so much, but, you know, it's like we, we drive down the road now and it's like there's, it seems like there's two, three times more cars than what there ever was before and it just seems like it's getting so busy and um, uh, you know and I know when I um, you know when I go to work if I don't get there early then you know I'm driving around looking for a parking place looking for a parking place you know it's it's just everything fills up so fast and and um, it seems like it's only getting worse and um, so this uh, this was about a guy that he um, he was late for an important appointment and he was driving around looking for his parking space and they, every time he'd see one you know somebody would just inch in there just before he got there and he was getting so frustrated and he was looking for the parking place driving around around and around and he's getting upset more and more upset and more anxious because he's late for this appointment and he's got to make this appointment and so finally he's like in desperation you know he says Lord he says, if you'll just give me a parking space, you know, I'll, I'll go to church every Sunday, I'll, I'll double my giving, I'll, I'll help with the poor. He says, I'll, I'll, he says, you know, promising all these things. And just as he's finishing his prayer, you know, a parking place opened up right, in, right there where it needed to be. And he's like, and he, and he goes to pull in, and he's like, never mind, God, I just found one. <laughs> Oh, my paper fell. Uh, the, the message just got shorter. <laughs> when, uh, when I was, uh, you know, looking to the Lord as to what he um, wants to talk to us about today, it's, you know, and he gave me, um, I, I feel like I'm, I'm just uh, kind of mimicking or repeating what um, Pastor is always uh, talking to us about, and that is relationships. And uh, this is what um, God was talking to me about. And uh, but he was also in. In like I said, it seems like this morning every um, everything has been you know tying together because he was also talking about the fact that you know there's two kingdoms, and uh, you know there's the the kingdom of the world, there's the kingdom of God, and uh, we need to understand. That um, that we're when we go out in in life each and every day each when we get up and we go out in life we are um, we are building a kingdom okay and we're either building one that exalts self or it's going to exalt Christ there's it's there's no there's no two ways about it okay and uh, in the Bible. Um, tells us a lot that um, that you know there's there's a lot of things out there that we can do that are lawful for us to do there's nothing wrong with us doing these things but it's not necessarily expedient for us to do those things it's not necessarily going to gain for the kingdom of God it's going to gain for um, the kingdom of man and uh, so 
I just want to start out and read um, 1 Corinthians 3 and verses 13 through 15. And he says, um, every man's work uh, shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide, which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. But he himself shall be saved, yet also, yet so as by fire. So we're seeing here that every man's work is going to be judged. We're going to come to a time in our life where we stand before the Lord and we're going to answer for all of our works and all of our words, the things that we say and the things that we have done. And, uh, and we are going to um, account for those things. And it, he, does not, um, he does not say he wants us to, um, to be miserable and go through life. He wants us to be joyful, but he wants us to dedicate our lives and our, our time in our words, to building the kingdom of God. This is what his desire is for us. And he says, um, in, um, he, he talks about in, in uh, Matthew, the sixth chapter, in the 33rd verse, he says, if you will seek first the kingdom of God, okay? If you will seek first the kingdom of God, he says, then all these things are going to be added unto you. So, um, you know, we, we can think of um, a lot of all, your, all those things, okay? We can think of a lot of things that we would like to have that can be included in those, all those things will be added unto you. But we need to surrender our lives to God and to his purposes and to his glory. And when we go out there, we must seek first to glorify the kingdom of God, to build up the kingdom of God. Not ourselves, not point to ourselves and say, look at me, how good I am. Look at me, what, what I have done and what I have built and what I can do. Look at me and I, um, you know, I helped, helped you out and I'm, I, you know, so that I can get the thanks and I can get the, um, the accolades for these things that I have done and the things that I can do. I can show forth my talents in these areas, you know. There is many things that, you know, there's, there's many people that are very talented out there, you know. They can, they can sing, they can build things, they can do things. I mean, I look at, uh, you, know, um, you know, people don't look very, hard, you know, like some of these jobs aren't very, you know, prestigious, you know. They're dirty, you know, and all. But you look at a mechanic that can work on a car and can fix it and everything. You know, I mean, that's a talent. That's something that's, you know, it's, I sit back amazed at these, at these guys that can do these things and, you know, can uh, diagnose the problem and, can, and knows exactly how to, do the, how to fix these things. These are things, but, you know, we need to realize that as we go about these things, we can, we can be doing exactly the same thing as another person, but if we're doing it in the wrong spirit, then we are taking the glory for that deed, for that action, 
We are receiving it unto ourselves. And the, the Bible says, you have received your reward. You have got all that you are going to get for doing a good deed. That's it. It's over. It's done. You've, you've, you've taken it to yourself. Okay? Or you can do exactly the same thing and have your spirit right and even though it's exactly the same thing, the person receives it differently because they are receiving it under the, the spirit in the kingdom of God because that is where your life has been dedicated is to build up the kingdom of God rather than an earthly kingdom. You're doing the same actions, the same things, but your spirit is coming across as the Spirit of God reaching out to them. And then the next thing you know, you're talking to them about godly things. You're ministering to them. They're sharing things that they would not share with just anybody, you know. You're finding out that, you know, the trials that they're going through, the things that they're doing, you know, and you're able to minister to them in godly places. You're able to share the answer to life that they are looking for, okay? Because you're, because that, that spirit, that thing that you have gone into that thing with has not been a selfish motivation. The motivation has been to lift up the kingdom of God. rather than lift up yourself. And we need, to, we need to dedicate our life to this. When we build a relationship, it's not that we build a relationship to build up our own kingdom and to say, oh, well, you know, I've got, um, I've got certain connections, you know. I can, you know I'm going to go places because I've got connections with this person. I know this person. I know a person that can get me ahead and can, uh, you know, can get me a deal on this and can do, the, you know, all these worldly connections that we can that we can make. We're not we're not making those connections in a worldly thing to build up our own, you know, network of of beings. We need to uh, to to realize that God has placed us in this world for a purpose to build up His kingdom to seek first the kingdom of God. He says all these other things that go on in life. He says these are just these are just insignificant. These are just details, you know. They they're not they're not the thing that we are to focus on. We are to focus first on the kingdom of God. And all these little incidentals that go on like like you know providing money, you know. It's like 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 you know like filling your car up with gas, like you know, paying the electric bills, all these little incidentals in life, he says, all these things are going to be added unto you. You're not going to have to worry about these things. These are not going to be where your heart is at. These are not going to be where your mind goes. These are not going to be what you're focused on and worried about and all these things. He says, you know, remove all the worries and focus on the kingdom of God. Stop worrying about the insignificant things. These things come and they go. You think about, you know, what do you worry about five years ago? You can't because it's gone. It's past. You got over it. It's not 
a problem today because it was five years ago. But five years ago, it might have been an anxiety. It might have been something that was really serious, something that you were really anxious over and worried about. But it goes away. It comes, it goes. Situations in life, they come, they go. They don't stick around. But there's one thing that lasts. The Bible tells us there's one thing. It's eternal. That's the kingdom of God. Amen. It's the kingdom of God. That's what we need to focus on is the things. He says you can lay up your treasures here on earth where moths and, and, and time and rust and all these things can take it away. You know, we love, I, I, personally, I, I love my, my cars, you know. It's, it's a weakness I have, you know. I love, I love cars. And I like to get new cars. I love to have, have you know, it's, it's, a, it's a weakness. But you know what? They come, they go. They get rusty. They break down. They, 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 you know, they, they, they satisfy for a moment. And then that moment is gone. We need to look at something that's going to satisfy for an eternity. Something that is going to satisfy us forever. He says, you know, when we, when we think about, you know, uh, uh, saying, you know, we can think about all these things that are great that we want. You know, and everything, you know. But if we give it to God, he says, he tells us in, in 1 Corinthians 2 and 19, he says, but eye has not seen, ear has not heard the promises that I have prepared for you. He says, 2 and 19, I've I got to read that one. Let's see. 2 and, well... 1 Corinthians 2 and 9, okay. That, that might be a little better since there's only 16 verses in 1 Corinthians 2. I'm like, well, man, I must have been reading a different word this morning. Okay, so, it, so but it is written, the eye hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man. It hasn't even entered into your heart. All those things that you can think of, the great things that you desire, that you want and everything, it says that it hasn't even entered into your heart the things which God hath prepared for, the, for them that love him. It hasn't, even, it hasn't even come into, it hasn't even been a thought that you have. All the things that you worry about, all the things that you desire to have, all the things that you look out and, and think are so great, it hasn't even, it, it, it hasn't even begun to scratch the surface of what God's desire for you and for your life is and what, you're, and what will really satisfy you for an eternity. And this is what we need to understand is that, you know, we seek first the kingdom of God. All these things, these things that, that, that we think are so important, they're, they're going to be taken care of. But not only that, but things that we haven't even thought of yet are going to be added unto us. We haven't even begun to think what plans and what purposes he has for us and for our lives. He has a plan, he has a thought for you, and it is for good and not for evil. Amen. It is for good and not for evil. And 
I, I know I, we've got friends and family day today, as to keep it short. I just want to share part of this little poem. That this poem is by German C.T. Studd, S-T-U-D-D. Okay. Two little lines I heard one day, traveling along life's busy way, bringing conviction to my heart, and from my mind it would not depart. Only one life will soon be passed. Only what is done for Christ will last. Amen. Amen. It goes on many a few different verses, but you get the idea. Okay, each verse ends with only what is done for Christ will last. Okay, we need to have a different perspective on life. It's not out there to gain all that we can get. It's out there to build a kingdom. Not a kingdom for ourselves, but a kingdom of God. We have a greater calling than to just gain some worldly gains. We have a calling to build the kingdom of God. And it's only the things, you think about this, it says all, the, all our works, all our words, everything is going to be judged one day, and everything that we do for ourselves is going to be burned away. And only what we do for Christ will last. Amen. That's it. Hallelujah. Sorry that I added to your words, did I? Hallelujah. Father, we do thank you. I just looked at my uh, at the calendar, and it's the 27th. It's Tuesday, not the 26th. So the in-gathering of the Feast of uh, Atonement, which would be then, it starts on the 28th, but the day starts at sunset on the 27th. So we'll meet here at 6 o'clock. So for all of you that are at home or wherever you might be, 6 o'clock being on Tuesday, Tuesday evening, the 27th, wherever the sun starts to go down, that is the appointed time for where you are. And so, Steve, thank you for that word. Um, that's really what was taking place yesterday, advancing the kingdom, the things that God has really um, allowed us to plant seed, to place seed. It isn't about uh, success of the CCC or how well we planned, though thank goodness for the Spirit of the Lord um, he gave us the plan <laughs> that he wanted, and we just tried to follow it out. Yes, Lori? This kind of goes to what he shared. Eddie was here yesterday. He sat in the car just kind of watching everyone, and he goes, I saw something different. Everyone had joy, and they were just all working together. And He doesn't do well with a lot of people. He actually came out and helped break down. And he's like, there, I saw something I've never seen before. So I'm believing he's going to be sitting right here one day. Seriously, yeah. He was, I mean, he was lifting tables, moving tables, moving chairs. He was just, but, uh, you know, and that was the thing that um, I'm, I'm thankful you said that because it's the joy that really, I think, uh, infected people. It was infectious. And uh, they engaged in the joy. And, you know, and absolutely. And so even Rock and Ron, Rock and Ron, I talked to him a little bit before, 
He's the pirate. And uh, the library uses this building to kick off their summer program. So they always have him come. And there's about 40, 45 kids, and the kids from the center come over. But he's talking to me. He says, well, what would you like me to say? I said, well, what do you know about us? And so he says, well, I looked a little bit online. And so I just uh, basically told him relationship. I said, this is all about relationship and all these people and trying to recreate that which this last two and a half years has tried to destroy, and that's families, families coming together, police officers, firemen, putting a face to the uniform, these type of things. And so uh, when it was all over, he said, Lonnie, he says, uh, I don't want anything for this. He says, I'm going to give, give my time as a donation. He says, I don't want anything for my time here. And so, and then Ty, the young man that was doing the, uh, the DJing, the person that was supposed to come live wasn't able to come, and so he filled in. He had three events yesterday. He had ours, he had a wedding, and then he had to go to Lake Maury. And so he had all three of those, but he chose to do it. And I think I saw him, I think, bidding $100, $125. I think he, he bought one of the pies. And so, and now he wants to, he'd like to have a, uh, an office at the CCC. And he came to the Founders Breakfast, and he has so many ideas now and events, because he's an event planner for the whole Upper Valley. And so he knows people from everywhere. And so he wants to use that as his base. And so I'm just so excited. And Nathan, Nathan was going crazy yesterday. Come on, Nathan. It was crazy. And Dominic, I don't know if Dominic's still back there, but, you know, I rely on, there he is, I rely on Sean to take these. Do you want to say something, Nathan? You sure? Come on. <laughs> but, you know, I rely on Sean to put up these tents and take them down because they're so fragile, and if you don't take them down the right way, you bend something, and once you bend it, it's junk. You just can't use it anymore. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah, they're huge. Well, it takes six people for some of these. And so, anyway, um, Ed and different ones were trying to, but Nathan wanted to help because he's, you know, he's moving chairs, tables, trash, whatever it took. And so you can see him. He's looking at this, at this frame, you know, and he's trying to, he's trying to reason it, right? Somehow I know this works. And he's walking around and he's looking at it. And I know this works. And so he turned around and he says, does anybody know how this works? This is being Nathan. So who comes out but Dominic? Dominic just comes out, walks up to the first post, and puts it down, and puts it down, walks over to the next post, and then he clicks it, drops it down, drops it down. And, of course, Nathan's watching. Nathan's watching. So he's over here. Yeah, I can do this. So this thing comes down. Dominic says, I need two more people over here. All comes together. There's a larger tent over there. Dominic goes over there, pulls it all down. I need a couple of people over here. I need two more bodies. Sean, that was the grace of God. Amen? Because I'm, I'm mechanical, but I'm not mechanical. Okay? Thank you, Nathan. Thank you, Dominic. Because we didn't have one of those tents broken. They all went by. And Joe, uh, Sharon's husband, really, really helped as well. But if the designers of those tent things are online, you got to do better on your design. 
because putting the tarps in there, they're not as vacuum-packed as they are when they went in. And so trying to get these tarps inside once you have the frame in there, design it better for us. So blessings to everyone. I'm sorry that we dropped again. You know, Facebook just decides to do what they try to do. To There's times when it just really goes well, and then it could be the same songs, and they just choose to drop it. And so the team back there keeps to have to watching when it drops and then reload it and reboot it and all that kind of stuff. And so just be encouraged very soon uh, that they're not going to have the power to do that. So just to let you know, Facebook, and I know you already know it. And so um, thank you for all of those that just bear with us and uh, trusting that the Word's going to be alive in you. And uh, Revelations 19, 6 through 10, rehearse it. Be mindful of the marriage supper of the Lamb because that's who we are. So blessings to all of you. In Jesus' name, amen.